society got you down? Well, it's got us down too. Join us from beyond. Welcome to the Swearwolves Horror Podcast, the podcast that discusses all things horror. I'm Brett. I'm David. <clears throat> I'm Alan. <laughs> Grand entrance. <laughs> Gentlemen. <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm doing good, man. You're better now? Better. What? Alan, you need to loosen up a little bit, or you needed to loosen up a little bit. You've been... Oh, tell me what else I need, str- Brett. Okay. I'm not telling you that you needed that. You told me you needed to loosen up a little bit. I was asking... Tell me what I need, you- Brett. You need a swift kick in the fucking nuts. <laughs> I'm is waiting what you for need. it. Oh God, this <laughs> fucking guy, Alan. You picked a couple of movies uh, this week that we're going to discuss. Um, both of which I had never seen before. You've never seen these? No. Through doing this podcast, and um, you know, I was always a horror fan, but I've actually watched a lot more oh, yeah. horror films in this in this last fifty weeks or whatever than I probably had in my previous. <laughs> years of living um because like i would watch horror movies i'd watch the same ones over and over again my favorites and i knew a lot about horror films like from working at a video store um when i was younger is like you had to know about the movies and you'd read about them and you'd see clips of them and stuff but i wouldn't necessarily always watch them yeah. i didn't have to yeah. watch fucking uh shrunken heads yeah. uh, full moon film to know what it was about um i did watch it but uh, that's, that's beside the point you know i didn't have to watch all these films uh to know what they were yeah. about and 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 to be honest with you more of a i was a fan not quite just a mainstream fan but i was a fan who was mainstream and would slightly divert right right um now i've been exposed thanks to both of you guys and to this podcast to um a lot more aspects of the horror film. A wide array. And of, a wider array. Yeah. And, and we also now, like, you see it, like, through a different lens, too. Because it's like, yeah. all right, not only do, like, am I watching the movie, but I also got to talk about it. So it's like, you yeah. got to really pay attention and kind of pick it apart. And, yeah, and yeah. Alan and I were talking about that on the ride up here. Is like, I haven't been taking notes, like, physically writing notes um, yeah, for a while. Yeah, I notes. <laughs> because I want to watch these movies, yeah. especially if they're movies I've never seen before. Sure. You know, I want to take it all in. That's the best way to do it is taking it all in, especially if you watch it for the first time. You know, that's I think that's the way it should be ultimately because uh, it should require all of your attention. Yeah. I mean, taking notes is fine, but, you know, the best way to to watch it for the first time is yeah, I undivided agree. attention. As the resident note taker, <laughs> I, I agree. Well, and the other thing that you can attest to is a lot of times you have to pause it. And, and Dave, some, a lot of these you've seen before. Yeah, yeah. So like my notes. That's why you and, take the notes. And yeah, the more times I've seen the, a movie, typically the less notes I have. Um, you know, because I'm just kind of writing down the beats, and then I'll make little marks of like, hey, let's make sure yeah. like touch on this part and talk about that. And I also have that. a pretty good memory for films. That's good. Like yeah. I can I can recall stuff that happens. Um, you know, especially because, uh, and we I think we discussed this on on a text message. 
group text message, but I usually wait to the last minute to watch a lot of these movies. I usually do too because oh, I also yeah. don't want to forget. Yeah, <laughs> like sometimes I have no choice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sometimes you got life. Life happens, and then it's like we record on Saturday mornings usually, and it's like okay, well, it's Friday night. It's about nine o'clock. I should probably. <laughs> I watch should probably these. watch this movie. I got to talk yeah. about in a matter of hours. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this week, uh, Alan, uh, we uh, do go in cycles. We all pick different movies each week and this week was your week and what led you to the choices that i honestly i just threw these together (laughs) i mean you know we had already done reanimator so you know doing a pair of stuart gordon films was out of the question yeah uh at least for this go around you know these two films they don't share anyone in the cast but they do share uh an individual who is involved with the pair uh brian usna he wrote, or actually he produced and wrote. Uh, from Beyond. Yeah, From Beyond. And then he also, his directorial debut was Society. Was Society. So he's the connection between these two films. Well, and now, they're both definitely like body horror. So uh, from, but, but you know, no, Dave mentioned something uh, yeah. just now. Uh, they are, that's another thing. They're both great examples of body horror. Yeah, and we yeah. talked about mm-hmm. that. Uh, the, the fly and Videodrome. Yeah, yeah the Cronenberg. fly and Videodrome with Cronenberg uh, was body horror. Yeah. Um, Stuart Gordon, very much influenced, or at least, least uh, a lot of his films have been influenced by H.P. Lovecraft. From Beyond mm-hmm. uh, was one of his earlier films, if I'm not mistaken. From I, Beyond, uh, 86. 86. Yeah. You know, uh, Stuart Gordon's actually... Well, I don't know if he's from Madison, Wisconsin, but I know he attended the University of Wisconsin Madison, uh. and he did. Um, he put on like theater performances, plays, and stuff. Mm-hmm. And him, and I think it was his wife or his future wife, they got banned for life from this <laughs> one theater for what they were putting on because they were doing a lot of experimental yeah. stuff, and this was in the seventies, avant garde. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of interesting. Uh, so I have that in common with him um, being from Madison. With his dick out. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna. With my dick. <laughs> um, okay, so let's talk about From Beyond. From Beyond, like we said, 1986, directed by Stuart Gordon, stars uh, Jeffrey Combs. Uh, well, two staples in Stuart Gordon yep. films, Jeffrey Combs and Barbara Crampton. Um, we also got Ken Foray in this one, yep. uh, which is a nice um, addition to the cast. Yeah, Ken uh, Foray, who's... Dawn of the Dead fame. Most uh, notably, probably for Dawn of the Dead. Right. Uh, but he's been in um, Devil's Rejects. He's the yep. dad um, in Keenan and Kel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was <laughs> he's in Rob Zombie's Halloween. He's in Rob Zombie's Halloween. Um what was it Texas Chainsaw Three? He's in one of the Texas Chainsaw movies. He's in Texas Chainsaw Three. Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw yeah. Three. And you know, in that movie, uh he we'll have to we'll have to watch that movie one of these days. Yeah. Agreed. Cause it's been a it's minute. been a very long time for me. <laughs> but I remember not hating it. Um I do have those Leatherface comic books. I think I showed you guys when you were over at my house. Oh awesome. Um they were like a short series there were just four they were based on that movie hmm. uh so it's kind of interesting cool. but anyway regardless i got them for like a quarter each um mm-hmm. and they're probably worth 15 cents each now <laughs> <laughs> but they're framed and they're nice and if i ever meet uh rh melania the guy who played leatherface <laughs> oh, yeah, in movie, part three yeah yeah uh, i'll have him sign one but uh i digress uh ken foray's <laughs> part in leatherface texas chainsaw massacre three what, he he was originally spoiler alert. He was originally supposed to die, mm-hmm. but audience test audiences loved him yeah, and his character him. so much that they kept him alive. 
That's yeah. awesome. So, like I said, mm-hmm. spoiler alert, he doesn't die. Oh, no. He was good in uh, uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween, too. He's like, the name's Joe Grizzly, bitch. <laughs> well, he's also good in Devil's Rejects. He plays uh, Sid Haig's brother. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah who right. owns like a brothel. Yep. Um, <laughs> so anyway, Ken Foray's in this. Um, like we said, Barbara Crampton, Jeffrey Combs. But that's pretty much the... Well, there's Ted, the... Ted Zorrell, uh, who plays Dr. Pretorius. Dr. Pretorius yeah. is the other character. Um, Which who, that name is a play on a character from uh, Bride of Frankenstein. Oh, is it? Yeah, that's the doctor. Oh, the guy who creates the little people? Yep, yep. All right, so it opens up with uh, Jeffrey Combs, and uh, his character's name is, I always forget, but it doesn't Uh, matter. Crawford uh, Tillinghast. Okay, so Jeffrey Combs. He he is like the assistant to Dr. Pretorius? Yeah, Pretorius. 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 And uh, they're creating something. Uh, It seems like Jeffrey Combs is like the brains behind it, and Dr. Pretorius is just like... The idea, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jeffrey yeah. Combs like, you go push all the buttons on all the computers. I'm going to sit back here and do my Mad Libs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, Jeffrey Combs creates like this, I don't know. It's like this. It's like, a machine. It's, it, it's like this electronic. It's a very large, elaborate. Like a bunch of computers and ass- like some, some tuning Assembly. Forks. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what is this? But anyway. It's a they, big apparatus. They yeah. turn it on and then you got like these. I would say CGI, but they're like these the animated creatures. like fish. Like yeah, yeah. they only like space slugs with like xenomorph yeah. mouths. Yeah, like they're flying, flying xenomorph mouths, and they're like purple and pink, yeah. and yeah. they're like very like dreamlike. And one of them bites him, and one of them bites Jeffrey Combs in the cheek, in the face, <laughs> right in the face. And then um, he tells Doctor Pretorius that hey, this is working. But no, it's, but it's dangerous. We but gotta, it's dangerous. Yeah. And Pretorius is like, let's let's fucking do it. No, he's fascinated by it. And so he cranks it up to eleven. <laughs> like, like yeah. originally when you see Jeffrey Combs like turning all the dials and switches and stuff, he like turns one, mm-hmm. and that's when the shit happens. And then when Pretorius goes in there, he's like, fuck it, flipping all these <laughs> switches. <laughs> and and you, I like listen. We don't have to know the science behind this, and that's kind of like the point yeah. of the movie is like well not the point of the movie that's what i kind of enjoyed about it it was like i didn't care yeah it doesn't matter yeah. i didn't care like yeah, this movie cuts to the chase pretty quick yeah, yeah. oh no it, everything happens pretty <laughs> quick so he turns it on and some shit happens we don't really see what happens we cut to this lady who's across the street <laughs> and apparently she's annoyed by light <laughs> yeah, she calls, she, she calls the she's cops. She's annoyed by everything. Yeah, she calls the cops, and then her her, it again. her dog uh, jumps out the window. Her dog even hates her. Yeah, her dog jumps out the window. <laughs> the dog like, is trying to kill itself. <laughs> he goes over into the uh, house across the street. Yeah, and she goes over there. And what I noticed about this was when she crosses the street and she goes over to the house, she has to walk. I don't know, probably like half a mile up a driveway to get to the house. <laughs> it's like, how the fuck did you see that from your house? Yeah, like if my neighbors across the street had lights on. I would never even know. No. This is just one of those bitches who just hangs out and looks out her window and like is looking for trouble. Your lights are on. Do you have any idea what time it is? This yeah. this is this is one of those assholes that calls the cops like they're calling the manager. Yeah. It's like <laughs> it's like yeah, it's like eight o'clock at night. Yeah. It's like eight o'clock at night and they're like, You're being too loud. Yeah, it's yeah. it's Friday night. I was over at my mom's house and we were just hanging out. Uh it was like a little barbecue or whatever, and it got to be late and this voice from across the fence separating the yards this voice goes um my sister's trying to sleep and i looked at my clock and it was eight o'clock and i'm like and uh-huh that's a that's a bummer yeah when well, i was she's gotta uh, wake up early and what were you guys doing we were talking 
Oh, outside. And laughing and just, you know, whatever. Dude, my, my band, this is going back probably 10 plus years, but we used to play uh, in the lead singer's garage. And I remember there was a time, this oh, actually probably longer than that, 15 years maybe. But anyway, uh, the cops got called on us one time. And this was like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, Jesus. And this cop, like, he knocks on the garage door and we open it up and we see a cop. And we're like, ah, oh, geez. And he's like, hey, um, that sounded really cool. <laughs> he's like, um, I got to tell you, though, a neighbor complained about the sound. He's like, no. Per like noise ordinance, he's like, I really can't do anything until ten o'clock. So you can either turn it down if you want for the purpose of you know your neighbors, um, or you know if you're upset that they called the police on you, you could even turn it up, and I wouldn't be able to do anything about <laughs> That's it. Dope. We we're like, all right, thanks. He's you like, guys right. turn, yeah. did you guys turn it up? Hell yeah, we did. <laughs> awesome. awesome. Yeah, neighbors are fucking dumb. Yeah, <laughs> I hate my neighbor. What did you guys say to your neighbor? I it was my mom's house, so I let her take care of it. My mom was like, okay, well, and then they were like. My my mom's husband was like, we got to keep it down. We got to keep oh. it down. But my neighbor who lives behind us and to the corner was complaining similar to what this one was about afternoon noise about my dog being outside <laughs> and barking. Yeah, they'll, they'll do that. And it's like, they're fucking dogs, A. B, they don't bark when I'm at home. And C, get a fucking life. And C, she was like, <laughs> she was like, well, you know, I keep my windows open because it's nice outside. Mm. And I have yeah, to you listen know to dogs nice barking. My dog. Yeah. And guess what? We don't have the only dogs in the fucking neighborhood. There's yeah. dogs. And when they're outside and one barks, guess what? All yeah. of them fucking bark. Yeah. You fucking bitch. <laughs> I, I and just, she can't. And my wife called her out and she, and, and, uh, she was like, well, why don't you come over and talk to me about this face to face? And the woman showed up and I shit you not. Mm. We have a doorbell. Right. She didn't ring the doorbell. She knocked <laughs> that hard on the door. Now we have a ring. So we could see that she was yeah. there. She knocked that hard and walked away being like, oh, no one was home. My oh, wife geez. ran out there and she's like, oh, no, we're right here. Yeah. She's like, oh, I didn't know if you were home or not. Mm. Yeah. This bitch did not want to be confronted. <laughs> no, what'd she yeah. say? What'd she do? She was timid about it. And she was like, well, I don't know if it was your dogs or not. She changed her tune. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Get lost. she's a fucking bitch. Some sort of bah get dog lost. sound. And now she's in a student uh, Stuart Gordon film. Yeah. Uh, oh, and then, she, and then she fucking peeked over our fence. What? Yeah. I'm like, like mind your own fucking, fucking business. Fucking Wilson from Home Improvement. Yeah. Not even. Because at least Wilson was cool and offered yeah, some advice. That's true. Impart <laughs> <laughs> words of wisdom. Yeah. Hey, anyway. neighbor. Yeah, the All right, so, opposite of Wilson. So this bitch walks the quarter of a mile trek over to this house, yeah. and uh, her dog's uh, lost. It goes in the front door. Yeah, and so she of course goes into the front door because that's what you do. Yeah, you just walk into your neighbor's house, and then Jeffrey Combs comes out, and he's got an axe, and he's covered in blood. Yeah, and we're like, what the fuck is going on? And she runs away like the speed of a sloth. It's like a slow motion. Like, oh no, let me run real slowly. Cops had already been called. So the cops mm-hmm. are there and they take him away. And, and the next we see him, well, actually we don't see him right away. We cut to Barbara Crampton and like this chief of police, I guess he is. Well, well Crawford's arrested. Yeah. yeah he's arrested. He's taken away. Yeah. But we don't know what happened like in the house. We mm-hmm. just know something happened. Right. And, and Pistorius, or Pator- Pistorius, Pretorius, <laughs> Pretorius is found, he's found decapitated. He has no yeah, and, and that lady's dog is licking his headless corpse. Right. His, like neck yeah. stump. <laughs> Um, it's pretty great. So Crawford's committed to a, a psych ward, and yeah, uh, and we see and we meet Barbara Crampton, who's yeah. like a Doctor McMichael's, yeah, psychologist, psychiatrist. Yeah, type she's gonna of. evaluate whether or not he's fit to stand trial. Yeah, if he's insane or yeah, yeah, because he's been telling the story. Yeah, that some shit came out. He didn't kill Crawford, or he didn't kill uh, Pretorius. Um, it was this creature, yeah, that came out of this fucking tuning fork machine, yeah, and 
the axe wasn't for Crawford. It was for this creature. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, everybody's like, no. And she uh, believes him. She she does. She wants to test. She's like, hey, if this really happened, let's go. Let's go reenact it. The machine's still there. So that's where we meet Ken Foray. Ken Foray is the cop who's kind of assigned to look after the mm-hmm. two. So Crampton, Jeffrey Combs, and Foray all go to the house. And Jeffrey Combs starts up the machine. And it works. There's it, more creatures. And there's more creatures. And they're like... And it's almost like it's orgasmic for them when they... Yeah, everybody kind of feels something different, but yeah... Yeah, for some yeah. it's like almost like a sexual kind of feeling. Yeah, it's like a sexual thing. Because the device stimulates the pineal gland. The pineal gland, which is the third eye. Yeah. Um, uh, it's present more apparent in like lizards, but human beings supposedly that's the third eye. Hmm. Um, I've heard that before, but anyway... <laughs> it doesn't matter <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter i just had heard pineal gland before um i actually heard it from like joe rogan's podcast i think he was talking about dmt and how dmt mm. stimulates like the yeah. pineal gland yeah um so pretorius appears yeah and he's like in his human form but yeah. he's like like i said he's like that pink bluish purplish color yeah and his skin is like all like soft and squishy because yeah. he's like touch me mm-hmm. it's like almost like jesus like touch yeah. me do i not you know you know it's like yeah no you're gelatinous <laughs> and disgusting so <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm a pass i'm touching dent you in his skin but he come he, on come on come on now <laughs> touch me babe <laughs> leave a dent in my skin i'm not afraid <laughs> <laughs> but he he explains to them he's in a, another world where things are more pleasurable and uh, he wants them to cross over where where he's at. Yeah. So he has the he he liked getting stimulated with the five senses. Yeah. But it's like he was kind of a creeper to be. Well, yeah. Because we also learned like he had like an S and M kind of bondage room upstairs, and they found yeah. like a video of him whipping a chick. Yeah. So he couldn't. It was like almost like he was desensitized. Yeah. Like he had he had stimulated all of his five senses so much. That nothing. In fact, I think Jeffrey Combs calls him out on being a limp dick later on in the <laughs> yeah. movie. Like yeah. he couldn't get it up. Um, but he needed this machine to stimulate that sixth sense, so he could now feel something even more. Right. Yeah. And it was all about pleasure. Yeah. Um, and that's what a lot of like this body horror stuff is. Yeah, it's and like, it is uh, kind of gross because yeah, he's like, oh yeah, touch me, and like, and you can see like he's got like mad shoulder and back hair. It's like, oh, it's, <laughs> it's so gross, <laughs> sexy man, hairy beast. So, so Crawford in a panic shuts the thing off, shuts the thing off, and everybody and disappear. Like, yeah, everybody's like, all right, but yeah. it had an yeah, effect. and Bubba barfs when he shuts the machine up. <laughs> oh yeah, Ken yeah. Foray, and so Ken for Jeffrey Combs is like, look, I'm not insane. That just proves it. And Ken Foray is like, yep. This is weird. And then Crampton's like, I'm going to cook some eggs. <laughs> yeah, breakfast yeah. time. <laughs> and she's like, we got to do this again. But it had an effect on her. She wants to know more about it. Um, she thinks there's a relation between this and uh, victims of uh, schizophrenia. Yeah, and she says that uh, yeah, her dad died of, uh, like, it, it died in an institution. She's like, if there's a way we can cure this, like, you yeah. know, we owe it to science to, like, kind of figure this out. Again, and again, they talk about that pineal gland and how... If that's getting stimulated by this machine, maybe that's being stimulated in schizophrenics and they can touch into other aspects and see other dimensions and see things in other dimensions that we can't see without this machine. We normal people. So she's fascinated by the machine. She goes back to it and she 
turns it back on and that brings back Pretorius, but he's even more deformed. Yeah, he's fucked up looking. <laughs> Have you ever seen the cover of the film? It almost looks like, or the cover of the, the movie box art, it's like his face was like smeared. Smeared. Yeah. 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 Um, and I didn't know what that was when I uh, saw that artwork, but that's what it looks like. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like his face is like dragged like long ways or sideways. Um, but he talks to her. And he's got evil intentions or seemingly nefarious intentions, Mm -hmm. but she just can't. He's absorbed with himself and yeah, but it's very, uh, very consuming. Yeah. So Jeffrey Combs was asleep during this. Yeah. Yeah. And so was Ken Foray, but Jeffrey Combs wakes up and he goes up there. He runs up there to stop her. Yeah. Because she turns it on. Yep. And then they make out. You know, they make out a little bit. Meow. <laughs> and then, um, I, how does and that's it, when Dr. Pretorius appears again. He looks nasty. Like yeah. He just looks gross. And he grabs uh, Catherine. Uh, Crawford runs and Bubba tackles him. Bubba, Bubba wakes up to him and he's rocking some bikini underwear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah Ken Foyer runs up there in his banana hammock. Well, and then doesn't he have to run downstairs to the basement? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he's yeah, trying to, cut, to turn like, it to off. To kill the power. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but there's a giant worm monster down yeah, there. Yeah, the basement's been flooded. And I'm like, I wouldn't touch anything electric if yeah. I was down there. Yeah, yeah hell no. He's like fighting a worm monster. And then... Um, he has like a weird Demogorgon looking... Yeah. yeah. And then Crawford gets like like swallowed by the machine or by Pretorius, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. So things aren't looking good, but ultimately <laughs> Bubba turns off the power and saves them both. Yeah. But, but Jeffrey Combs is now bald, hairless. Yeah. <laughs> and like weak. Yeah. And so they got him kind of in a bed um, and they're nursing him and they're like, we got to go. And um, Bubba's like, I'm going to get everything ready. We're going to go. Yeah. So he leaves Crampton alone with, this guy with Jeffrey Combs and she changes into some like bondage S and M outfit mm-hmm. yeah. and she starts riding him. You can tell this machine has an effect on everyone. Yeah. yeah everyone yeah, a her. little bit differently, but differently. She's, she's but, a bit more amorous, but yeah, she's definitely, and, and you know, the transition from what she was like, she was very stuffy and like kind of like straight edge when she yeah. first showed up in the movie. And now she's like, not so much a harlot. yeah and bubba walks in and like kind of walks in on her like on top of him and he and then she immediately switches her attention over to him and i gotta say uh bubba deserves a medal oh for for turning that down for resisting yeah (laughs) i thought for sure he was he was gonna give in oh yeah but right when they're about ready to make up he's like get the fuck out he's like look at yourself yeah Yeah, look at this isn't you yep his character must have been very religious or maybe very um He's a cop, right? Very reserved. Yeah, he's a cop. You could you could see each character had a different different characteristics to them. Yeah. So Ken Foray is more like by the book, um, the the strong arm of the law. Like he's like he's a strong character. He's like sort of the voice willed. of reason. Voice he's, of reason. He's headstrong. Yeah. Headstrong. Barbara Crampton is very um, book smart, and so she's able to get uh, taken advantage of by this machine and its effects on her. Yeah. And Jeffrey Combs um, is resistant. He just wants to have nothing to do with it. Like, let's <laughs> yeah, just get like, rid of this like, thing. He's like, why did I answer that classified ad? <laughs> like, I should have known. <laughs> <laughs> but it has an effect on him as far as the, the pineal gland. Yeah, so his pineal gland starts creeping out of his fucking yeah. forehead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a duck. <laughs> it is. like It's like... Like an antenna thing. Yeah, it's really crazy. And really quite gross. 
Like, I found that to be one of the grossest things in this movie. Yeah. Was that little fucking thing coming out. <laughs> so they they take them. They all go back to the hospital. What, what happens to Ken Foray's character? Uh, he gets swarmed by like a bunch of like yes. bees or blueberries or something. Like I think it was blueberries. <laughs> it looked like blueberries. Blue- <laughs> they look kind of like blueberries. No, he gets swarmed by bees and he gets stung to death. But he did it. He did so in yeah. saving Crampton he, and correct. Jeffrey Combs. Yeah. yeah. The 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 machine turned back on by itself. Yeah. They they all went yeah. back upstairs and to Crawford deactivate. And even says, "Inspectorius, he's trying to turn on the resonator." Yeah. From beyond, <laughs> yeah. he's like, "Oh, we got a title." He had enough yep. power to basically operate it from beyond. Yeah, and so um, the bees start attacking them. Foray comes in. He gets they. The bees go after him. They kill him. They sting him to death. And they actually like like I don't know. His body's like nothing afterwards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's gross. Um, Crampton grabs a fire extinguisher and just sprays the whole fucking machine with a fire extinguisher until it goes out. And then it comes back on. She sprays it again. Yeah. And then it goes out. So they go to the hospital and uh, Jeffrey Combs is in uh, a hospital bed, I guess. Yeah. It seems like he's in a coma yeah. or something. Yeah. And yeah. She takes him back to the hospital, but then they, um, they take her cause she's, they think she's insane. They think she's insane. And the nurse who was helping Jeffrey yeah. Combs at the beginning is like, fucking, we're going to shock she, yeah. you, bitch. Yeah, exactly. And Crampton is resistant to the shock treatment, but not like you would be, I don't think. Like, she's like, no, come on, guys, don't do that. Yeah. And then, like, like, bite down on this. And she's like, okay. Well, all right. Like, nom, nom, guys, nom, seriously, nom. you don't have to do this. <laughs> um, meanwhile, Jeffrey Combs wakes up, but is it him? Like, it's the, the pineal gland that's like yeah. leading him. And he's like seeing through it. And we see from his perspective, yeah, like yeah. his third eye. And he's like, got a hunger for brains, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. He starts. Yeah, he starts. He people. goes down to the pathology department. He's eating a brain. He's like, ah, oh, delicious. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, the nurse comes in and she's like, uh. Oh, yeah. And he sucks her eyeball out, like, right out of the socket. He does. <laughs> num, oh, num, that's, num. that's, 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 uh, the doctor. Yeah. He slurps it like an oyster, right? Yeah. He does that. He does that to a couple of different yep. people yeah. because Delicious then there's eyeballs. the ambulance drivers outside when the they got the homeless man. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> he sucks oh, their yeah. eyeballs out. <laughs> Crampton, they're about ready to shock her, and someone comes in. They're like, "There's an emergency," and the guy who's about ready to shock her is like, "Oh man, oh man, I really wanted to shock this lady." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, uh, but, but he, at, at first the other nurses, like, yeah, you're right. It was the the female doctor who wanted to shock her. The other nurses, though, were like, oh, "We're not supposed to do that." And the doctor was like, <laughs> "Shocker, oh, yeah, shocker." <laughs> <laughs> Like, haven't you ever seen that movie with Mitch Pileggi? We're going to shock <laughs> We're going to watch it right now. <laughs> like, that movie hasn't been made yet. Mm. Wes Craven's like, hmm. Mm. It's a good idea. Totally not the plot of Shocker. Um, but a much better plot. So Jeffrey Combs runs away. Bar- oh, Barbara Crampton gets into an ambulance and takes off. Yeah. Yeah. She goes back to the house. She has a bomb. Not sure where that. Yeah, she got some explosives. She's like she MacGyver's some yeah. explosives. She sets together. a timer for five minutes because she found a clock or something. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Jeffrey Combs goes back there. Uh, help me out with the ending, guys. Uh, and then she bites off his dickhead. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, oh, <laughs> she bites off his pineal gland. But it brings uh-huh. him back to his senses because she's there to. That would dest- hurt. Yeah, she's there to destroy the machine, but he attacks it, it, her. It would hurt. Um, I actually watched this the end of this movie with my wife, and when it happened, she went, oh my God, she bit his dickhead. 
<laughs> but what happens next, Crawford is pulled away by uh, Pretorius, and uh, he's attacked by him. Ultimately, I think it kills him right there. Yeah. Well, that's when uh, uh, Crawford or Jeffrey Combs like insults him. Cause, and he, he says, you don't know how to make love, which is kind of a weird like way to say it. And then, and then the doctor says, maybe you could teach me. And my wife and I just kind of looked at each other and went, huh. A little log guitar comes in. It's got kinky. He's like, I lost my dickhead. (laughs) My dickhead. My dickhead gland. Um, (laughs) While they're conflicting, yeah, Jeffrey Combs has been consumed by by this thing, and and Barbara Crampton's like, do I let it blow up? Do I kill it? Whatever. What's going on? Um, and. She runs. She heads for the hills. Yeah, she jumps out the window, and Crawford <laughs> yeah. bursts out of Doctor Pretorius, like out of his mouth. Right? Yeah, yeah. He like, cool. yeah, he like busts himself out. Yeah. yeah. But ultimately, they're both destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. And the house explodes, and then next we see, uh, like, uh, Barbara Crampton just starts kind of like kind of crying, and then starts laughing, laughing maniacally. Yeah. Yep, hysterically. And that's it. Yeah. Her legs broken too it's gruesome yeah mm. oh, the and then i think the neighbor the neighbor girl's there too with her fucking dog yeah <laughs> she's like do you have any idea what time it is <laughs> you guys up, had lights on again blow up your house during the day come on <laughs> so that's the movie from beyond from Stuart gordon 1986 uh i like i said i'd never seen this movie before uh this was my first time um i do my opinion kind of changed to this movie as i was watching it or and and then ultimately, as I was thinking about it afterwards, um, I thought the movie was pretty simple. Um, oh yeah, it was very simple story. And then I was like, well, Barbara Crampton did good. And then I was like, well, Jeffrey Combs did really good, and Ken Foray did really good, and the guy who played Doctor Pistorius did or Pistorius did good. So ultimately, like, I think the acting was really good. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I think I think um, the special effects were pretty decent. Um, I wasn't upset with them. Like I said, I was grossed out by the pineal gland. Um, but the one and the music was good. The score was yeah. good. The the one thing that maybe wasn't as top notch was like the story. Like the story was okay. Um, there wasn't it wasn't like extremely like oh, this is fucking awesome. But it wasn't <laughs> like God, this really sucks. Yeah, it was just like mediocre as was far okay. as story goes. Um, that being said, I'm gonna give it a three. Pamela Voorhees heads because okay. I liked it. Um, I thought it was good. I would watch it again, and I think there is something there. Um, it seems like I know they're remaking, or they just remade Castle Freak. Um, I know they've done some reanimator stuff in the past. Like I think, like this is a movie that could benefit—not maybe necessarily remaking, but just like a retelling and like yeah, kind of yeah. delving further into the whole why, yeah, and how. Yeah, I'm agree. okay with not knowing the mechanics and all the f- fictional like science behind yeah, it, yeah. but just like what drives this guy? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, we just get little glimpse of it, and why is Jeffrey Combs working with him if the guy's <laughs> yeah. such an, he's asshole? an asshole and a maniac? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Was it? Do you think it was probably a little too rushed or like a little? Yeah, too... like, and I said that like this movie gets right to it. Like when the movie starts, I even had to like once it started, I had to pause it for a second. I had seen the movie before. I was like, did I accidentally start this like a chapter ahead? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like it's like there's an action sequence like right at the start of the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, um, and for some people, I could see why that would be a good thing. Yeah, no, I like how it go- gets right into the story. But I think when I when I think of rush, though, I think of like the telling of the story was almost too rushed. Yeah. You, want, yeah. Like, you probably wanted, uh, it was like our recap. You, 
<laughs> yeah, because this movie, rushed. this movie's not even an hour and a half. No, yeah, probably something. wanted more of a foundation. Yeah, something to maybe make me care about the characters a little bit more. Yeah, and, right. and and that being said, like I like the characters. I thought I thought Foray did really good. I thought Jeffrey Combs did really well. He's always great. He is always great. But this was one of the roles. Like I liked him in Reanimator. Yeah. Um, but I liked him more in this movie. I thought it showed more of a range of him as an actor. Yeah. Um, Frighteners is another one that he does really good in. He's great in that movie. Um, but this one, I thought, uh, as far as an actor goes, and then Crampton's Crampton. Like yeah. she's she's good. Yeah. Out of the main characters, I think uh, Ted Sorrell had the least amount of screen time. Yep. Yeah, for sure. But I thought he was the highlight of this movie. He did. He did a good creepy. job of being creepy and yeah. being the evil guy, but it's like almost like I wanted to know why. Like, we're, oh sure, we're yeah. we're in, through insinuation. Well, then we're the getting movie. in the story. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, yeah. we're 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 deriving to the fact that he's a limp dick who who <laughs> has had his senses like, but like, and we get little hints of that. Yeah, but not enough that like just watching it randomly would someone go, oh, that's why this yeah. guy is doing this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, I get I get what you're saying. Um, I thought what we had to work with, though, was great. Um, I would have liked maybe a few more characters just to make it more interesting. And like, you know, you were saying, Brett, a little more of a introduction instead of just a rush right into the story. Um, I wanted to see more of uh, how the machine came to be about. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's called the resonator. Yeah, the resonator. The resonator. You, yeah. you know how that came now to be know. about. Um, <laughs> mm -hmm. I thought it would have been cooler if it had take place taken place in a you know a laboratory or some kind of institute, something like that. More characters, mm, like um, at a university or something. Yeah, instead they're they're just it, in this yeah. It's house. like a science fiction haunted house kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's a good point. Welcome to my lab. <laughs> so I I don't know how much it's a bed and breakfast. <laughs> I don't know how much this compares to the original hp lovecraft story but on its own i wish there could have been a little more uh as far as story more characters but what we had i thought was great as far as uh the acting goes i thought all the performances were great and as gorgeous as she is barbara crampton i i kind of didn't think the um the uh, sadomasochist thing was really necessary mm -hmm. it was just kind of random to be honest yeah i agree like yeah you know i mean obviously being a guy and seeing somebody that you find attractive like dress up like that <laughs> yeah, you're like yeah. oh that's titillating yeah. but there comes a time and we've talked about this in movies before i think it was um the the vampire uh episode um yeah where the chick was walking around naked the entire time oh yeah like, yeah, yeah. And life, like, life force life, life force. force we like boobs yeah but we don't need them like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> all the time and yeah, it's yeah. like her dressed up like that the other thing too is or lack thereof dressed up <laughs> dressed yeah. Up. yeah or lack thereof um the the other thing too about that is is um you know something something real yeah, quick something about life force though i didn't think that was sexual though i'm sh i'm certainly it was taken as sexual and then well, all the guys were like oh but the way it was done that was a very powerful character and and, and might, she was nude but there was nothing overly sexual about her. And you're also talking about Italian or European filmmaking versus American. Yeah, that was English. Uh, that was Toby well, Hooper. That was, okay. yeah. Yeah, but it was also like... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was, that was a British production. Yeah. Yeah, so them showing boobs is a lot different than us. As an American. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah, yeah, the interpretation yeah. of it. Right, exactly. But what I was going to say about Crampton was, is like, that's not her. You know, and you could tell that's not her. Well, maybe it is. Hold on, I don't know. <laughs> 
but from what I've seen of her, like she she usually plays like a wholesome, yeah. like kind of cool character. Sometimes yeah. she'll be an evil person. Yeah. Um, but her dressed up like S and M is like mm, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Something just doesn't fit yeah. there. I did find it interesting that the character If she is, I mean she can yeah. let us know. <laughs> it, I, I found it interesting that, that the characters had different dimensions to them. And I found it interesting yes. that, that Ken Foray uh his reaction to the resonator he got sick right he threw yep. up yeah. so i think everyone reacts differently to it and i thought that was that was interesting i wish the movie had uh expanded more on that mm-hmm. you know it wasn't always a sexual reaction Mm-mm. um but uh to get to get to my rating really quick uh I thought there's some goofy things also, like where'd she get the explosives? <laughs> um, I thought it was funny that the those creatures bit off the restraints. Little things like that were just kind of goofy. I, almost, I thought they were kind of lazy and almost. You know, at first when I saw that, we we kind of didn't really go over that too much. But at and first, the she's like, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> when, when I first saw that, though, I thought the creatures were helping her because they were like, this guy's a fucking monster. We need him out of our universe. <laughs> this guy's a sexual predator. It could be. He's fucked all of us fish. And, 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 you know, little things like that go back to my point. It's like, you know, maybe that there's, some, there's there, something they could have done with the story to expand on that. Yeah. But uh, I give it a three and a half. I still really enjoy this movie for what it is. It yeah. could have been a lot better, but I love it for what it is. Yeah. It's the not acting as, was really good. Yeah, the acting was really good. Um, and of course, the effects were great. You know, there's some times where I enjoy this one a little bit more than Reanimator, but most of the time I enjoy Reanimator a little bit more, but it's still solid. And I love the cast. Yeah. And I think it's a great effort. Yeah. Yeah, um, I also gave it three and a half. Um, I would agree. All the performances are really good. The practical effects, like the makeup, like is grotesque and looks really cool. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, you you mentioned the soundtrack, uh, Richard Band's soundtrack uh, for this film. Oh, that was great. The score too. was really really good. It had yeah. cool opening music um, and titles and um, yeah. It, it, the story was very simple. It could have been. A, it almost felt like a play. Like the very, you know, you guys kind of said just a few characters, uh, and I agree. I think the movie could have been better had there been more characters, uh, more background. Boy, that would be a one fucked up play. You got a big old fucking <laughs> Petorius, like bring coming out, out the monster. All right, you're gonna eat this guy's head now. <laughs> I don't think the budget was that big. Yeah, oh, I wonder what that. You're was. backstage, like who's got the spirit gum? My the penis coming out of my head uh, broke off. Somebody glue that sucker back on. Um, but overall, I I like this movie. I've seen it a handful of times. Uh, I really enjoy it. Yeah. So three and a half for me. So that's a three point yeah. three three yeah. three across yeah. the board. I own it, and it's worth keeping. Yeah. yeah same here. Yeah, it's um, it's definitely worth watching, and like I said, I'll, I'll watch it again. Um, but that leads us to uh, the second film that you chose this week, Alan, which um, we had talked about from Beyond being produced and co-written by Brian Yuzna. Yeah, Yuzna. I don't know. I think it's Yuzna. 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 He then made his own film uh, a few years later, nineteen eighty nine, and it's a movie called Society. Yeah, um, I, and this is his directorial debut. His directorial debut. Now, I'd never heard of this movie. Really? Never heard of it. I remember the box from the video store back in the day with the girl pulling her face uh, off. Maybe I do. I'm looking at the artwork right now. But um, I, I definitely had never seen it before. The first thing that I noticed is the main guy was uh, this guy who was in Baywatch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where have I seen that guy before? And I was Billy like, Billy oh, Warlock. He was in you know who he is, right? It's Dick Warlock's kid. Dick Warlock's son. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, 
he's the main guy. All right, let's talk about this movie. <laughs> <sighs> I love Brett's side. <laughs> my well, first notes in my, <laughs> my the first thing in my notes says Bill has a nightmare and a mullet. Yeah, <laughs> like Uncle Jesse. And that's <laughs> and Uncle Jesse's nightmare was uh, Dave Coulier. <laughs> <laughs> Cut it out. <laughs> he's mm. like, ah! Oh God! And he lived like, in a house with kids that weren't his. Yeah, always like, cock blocking oh, him. Yeah. Have mercy. <laughs> oh, uh, Uncle Jesse would be walking around naked. Michelle would come up. How rude! How rude! <laughs> Is that made of wood? Is your penis made of wood? <laughs> oh, the fucking tanners! All right, so. So this movie, I'm going to need some help on this because I watched it, but I found it to be a little confusing at times. So I'll give you like my Reader's Digest version and you guys try to <laughs> fill in the blanks here. Yeah. So we got the main character whose uh, name is uh, Bill. 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 Billy. Bill. Billy. <laughs> um, and he is part of a well-to-do family. It seems like he's a jock. He's pretty popular at school. He's on the debate team. He's on the debate team. And a jockey, double threat. Yeah. He can dunk like when he's playing basketball, despite the fact he doesn't look like a very tall guy. He's got mad hops. No, he's like 5'3 if he's a foot. And so he <clears throat> has a sister um, who's having a coming out party, yeah. which I guess is like a sweet 16, like you're becoming an adult yeah. kind of thing. And um, he's going to miss that because he's got to play in the basketball championship or some shit like that. Well, her ex-boyfriend like breaks into the house and is stalking her seemingly. And Bill goes and helps her out. And he's like, you got to get the fuck out of here. And the parents are like, you're not supposed to see this boy anymore. Well, the ex-boyfriend comes and he's like, Bill, I have this tape you have to listen to. Yeah. I've been. Yeah. And some weird stuff happens before then. Like he sees his sister in the shower and it looks like her body's on backwards. Yeah. So yeah like it's president screwed in space balls. Yeah. Like his ass on backwards. Or he doesn't believe what he sees though. And he sees no. her back kind of pulsate when he's zipping up her dress. There's just a couple of like weird things. Like, yeah. Uh, Plus he's going to see a shrink because he's having these weird kind of fucking dreams and, dreams and stuff. And, yeah. shit. And, so. and he kind of feels like the black sheep of his family. Yeah. And he's kind of always felt that way. Like he yeah. doesn't really fit yeah. in. And the family is odd. And the parents yeah. are weird. But They're very yeah. pretentious. Yeah. Yeah. Beverly Hills, 90210 mm-hmm. type shit. <laughs> and so uh, anyway, so the, he, the ex-boyfriend gives him this tape. Yeah. And on the tape, or he starts playing the tape, and he's like, um, it's like, oh, I'm so glad to be going to this party. And the dad's like, yeah, first we're going to eat, and then we're going to fornicate. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Yeah. And then. You're like, huh? but he still doesn't believe it. No, and then the dad's like, and then you're gonna fuck somebody, and then we're all gonna fuck, and then we're all gonna fuck you. And then it's like, what the what? fuck yeah. are they saying? So, Kinky, so Kinky Bill, incest. so Bill attacks Blanchard. This is the guy that the ex- yeah, David, right? Yeah, David Blanchard. Yeah, he doesn't buy it. He's like, you know, you made this up, or what'd you do, or whatever, and you know, and he's, he's like, he's I not didn't do anything. But he takes the tape. He yeah, takes to his the therapist. Tape, and he takes the tape to the therapist, and he's like, you got to listen to this. Yeah. And he's like, I don't got time for that right now. Come back tomorrow. He's like, give me the tape and come yeah. back tomorrow. Right then, you know, mm-hmm. the fucking therapist is involved in this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he totally Because yeah, the next day, the therapist plays the tape, and it's totally normal. And it's like, this first is- we're going to eat, and then we're going to introduce you to our friends, and then you're going to 
have your first dance. Yeah. And it's like everything revolves around dancing and everything's normal people instead of fucking <laughs> the third. No fornication of any kind. Yeah, no incest. No incest. The third. No fun. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> God, my family's so fucking boring. I wish they'd fuck everybody. <laughs> the the tape turns from like all fun to like no fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so then the therapist is like, You're crazy. You're crazy. And he's like, All right, well, yeah whatever the therapist like off the bat like when he's trying like when he plays back the tape and it's like a normal tape he pisses me off like just the way he's looking at bill yeah it's just like oh this fucking guy like i fucking hate him you could tell he's a piece of shit yeah yeah and bill goes to meet david to get another copy of the tape right yeah but but there's been a car accident uh david dies dead and yep. the family doesn't care. Like oh, you totally man. pick up what's going on. Yeah. yeah, and so so Bill goes back home and he tells his sister. He's like, "Hey, fucking homeboy died. Your ex boyfriend died." And she's like, "Oh, what are you gonna wear to this party?" Uh, yeah, and he's like, <laughs> "Nobody cares." Or she, nobody goes, cares. she goes, "What are you gonna wear?" And he's he's like, "To the, to funeral? the funeral." She's like, "No, to the party." He's like, "What?" And he's like, oh, I guess "He's I'll like, he's like, shirt and jeans." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Blanchard's dead." And he's like, oh, "He's shit. like, I'm gonna wear my Ken for a banana hammock." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> anybody down? Huh? Huh? She's so like, I'm really going to miss him. So what are you going to wear? Yeah. So he ends up going to this party hosted by like this rich, like pop- Ted, popular yeah. Ted Ferguson, Ted Ferguson. Where, where have I heard that name? Sounds before? like Turd Ferguson Turd from Ferguson. Uh, SNL. Is that what it's from? Uh, Turd Ferguson. Yeah, it's Turd Ferguson. funny name. Yeah. <laughs> Turd Ferguson. Um, Burt Reynolds. <clears throat> hey. <laughs> Chewing his gum. <laughs> Norm McDonald. Norm McDonald is so underrated. Doing Burt Reynolds. Oh yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. He was a good weekend update host. He was, too. I, in my opinion, he was the best weekend update host. <laughs> He's up there. He's nice. a, yeah. He was funny. He's up there. I, I was a big Dennis Miller fan. I like Dennis Miller. Uh, Kevin Nealon was good. Kevin Nealon was good. Kevin Colin Quinn. Colin Quinn was all Colin right. Colin Quinn was all right. I'm Colin Quinn. This yeah. is the news. <laughs> he was just, and he would always fuck up. His his style. <laughs> yeah, 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 Colin Quinn's style was a little different. He was very dry. He wasn't a newsman. He was just, no. he was just you know, just some guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, they go to that party, and then Ted tells Billy that he banged his sister at her yeah. coming out party. He's and like, then everyone did. Then everybody We all joined in. And he's just like, what? And then there's like this like hooker chick. Who's like been coming on to? Oh, Billy. Clarissa. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's like she's explain like, it all. Yeah, she's, she's there to explain it all. Yeah, and she gives <laughs> him like. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> yeah, she tried to distract him too. Yeah, uh, she gives him the old Sharon Stone yeah. at the uh, debate, yeah. the debate thing. Yeah, he does. And yeah. he can't talk about school uniforms then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, at this point in the movie, we start so, to realize that yeah, Bill, he bangs Bill, Billy bangs uh, Clarissa, right? And then like her body like yeah. contorts and like yeah. twists, like and she he's turns like, backwards and then she too. Looks, yeah. yeah, but it's very early in the film. We start to realize like Bill's kind of a dipshit. Mm-hmm. And he's oh, yeah. he's not that bright. Dude, during that, right after the sex scene, Clarissa has a pretty great line. She says, uh, "She's like making tea. She's like, how do you like your tea? Oh yeah, cream, sugar." Or do you, do you want, want me to pee in it? <laughs> yeah, she says some weird shit. She's kinky. Kinky, yeah. to say the least. And I then like her it. mom comes home, and her mom's like this beast of a woman. Like a gr- She's like... <laughs> oh, yeah. Grunting. Like, she's like something out of a John Waters movie. Yeah, or definitely. Uh, yeah. It's like divine. Yeah, yeah. Divine. <laughs> divine, but on a lot of drugs. Yeah. <laughs> and that says yeah. a lot. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then so Billy goes home. I think he finds his family kind of rubbing up on each other. Oh, yeah. The dad's giving the uh, sister a massage. Yeah, and then Billy says, he goes, fuck you, butthead. Yeah. <laughs> That'll tell him. <laughs> tell him a butthead. Him a butthead. <laughs> the fact that he keeps going back to the house, it's like, dude, like you've seen and heard all these things. He's only 17, though. Uh, yeah. It's almost 18. <laughs> yeah, he going on 30. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the cops fuck with him. Yeah, yeah everybody's goes, fucking with him. Yeah, yeah, and then I think the next scene is they go, the they have David's funeral right, and they go there, and that guy, that actor is clearly breathing. <laughs> like he, oh yeah, he did not play yeah. a good corpse. Yeah, and then that other guy Milo, who's like um, uh, Billy's buddy, like pokes a hole like right through the guy's head. Oh yeah, he's like touches him and is, his like, cheek, his cheek yeah, yeah. like deforms. Yeah, and he's like oh, not a good makeup job. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so it's all pretty slow goings from there. Yeah. Yeah, you get the nerdy guy from the debate thing that like wants to meet and like Yeah, he comes up to yeah. Billy and he's like, Hey, I, I gotta tell you about what's going on. Yeah. Let's meet at wherever. Let's meet at and midnight, it's like in the woods. I thought that was kind of smart in the movie because at first you think there's something wrong with him, like, all right, that's his debate opponent and he's kind of weird and nerdy, and you think he's part of the quote unquote society. Mm-hmm. But it turns out he he knows something he thinks something's going on too, and he wants to talk to him. Yeah. And they get to him too. But his throat gets slashed. Yeah, yep. he did. He's dead. So Bill goes and tells everybody that that he died, and then all of a sudden he comes walking out on the debate stage, and everybody's like, "You're an idiot." Yep. Yeah. And then Bill, one thing leads to another, and Bill ultimately gets drugged. Yeah. He, well, he confronts his family, mm-hmm. and by this time, oh, the doctor's there. Yeah, the, the doctor doctor's drugs there. Him. Yeah. They drug Bill. And they put him in the hospital, and his yeah. best friend is like, he, he's following them. Yeah. yeah. Also, you get to find out that like some weird shit that happened. The best friend was behind, but he comes up, he comes clean, and he's like, "Hey, I was just fucking with you. Yeah. Like I didn't think you were gonna go insane over yeah. it." And he goes, "You did this whole thing." He goes, "I didn't do everything. I didn't do all of it." Yeah. So there's some swerves. Something's in this going movie. on. Yeah. Yeah. So the buddy Milo uh, follows him to the hospital, and then he asks the nurse, "He's like, hey, where's Bill yeah. Gustafson or whatever his fucking that's the, name is?" That's the hospital from Halloween too. That's right. Oh, is it? Yeah. Nice. It's Field Hospital. Yeah. Um, there's like a kid who just bit into a razor blade and like there's <laughs> yeah. another girl showing up and she's like all fucked up from all of her friends getting killed. <laughs> she was babysitting. Um, but um, Milo goes into the hospital. Milo goes in and he asks where Bill is and they're like, oh, he's dead. He's dead. And he's like, oh, yeah. I'm very sorry. Well, that sucks. And then he goes out and there's Bill. Yep. But yeah. Bill's kind of changed. Like he's kind of changed his... Yeah, he seems a little different. Persona. Yeah. Which I didn't understand. I didn't understand it either. Like, I didn't understand it. Was that like a red herring? Yeah, because then the next scene, he's like the movie tries confronting. To, yeah, the movie tries to have you believe that Bill's been changed. That something's wrong with Bill. Yeah, and then Milo, but it's like the very next scene. No, I know. Yeah. It doesn't do a good job of that yeah, because yeah. the very next scene, Bill goes to like this, goes home, and he's like, "Family, I'm gonna fucking kill all of you." And then the lights come on, and there's everybody in the fucking town. It's a real classy party. Real, yep. Yeah, a real soiree. And they pin him down, and they like give him like a fucking cattle prod or yeah, something yeah. like they pin him down and then they bring in blanchard who's actually still alive yep yeah but, but they have him hostage yep yeah, and they're like the, the shunting yeah and they're like bill watch yeah. this because it's gonna happen to you next yeah and the asshole uh f- guy from school is there yeah and his sister's there and then all of a sudden everybody just starts groping at this blanchard guy and they yeah rip yeah. his clothes off yeah so blanchard goes first yep and they start 
doing something to him and I didn't know what they were doing. I thought at first I thought they were eating him and then I thought they were just like jerking him yeah. off. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're all melting. Yeah, it's yeah. like they're absorbing him or something. And they got their lips like on him and they're stretched yeah. out. They're all yeah. So it's 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 <laughs> literally an act of the rich literally feeding off the poor consuming them consuming sucking yeah. them dry and it's like an orgy like this deformed but it's not sex it's like it's not yeah like it is and gum. it isn't yeah it's like there's some weird stuff like doesn't somebody put their fist right up uh, david's ass and it comes out of his mouth yeah, like, yeah. That the was, judge that does that was cool the judge does he puts yeah. his fit because he's like soft they got him malleable enough yeah to yeah. where they're like oh here like you go putty. judge yeah he's like putty and he sticks his fist up him and his hand comes out his mouth and yeah. you know he's dead obviously yeah and meanwhile also the judge talks about the like the asshole uh high school kid and he's like oh there's an internship you can you can come with me and that'll that'll there's a line at the end where that comes into play so i thought i'd bring that up but anyway so billy's like doing whatever and he's listening to all this and watching all this and he somehow escapes because milo shows up with uh, clarissa's ogre mom yeah who's like helping <laughs> i guess kind yeah. of it. she seems is she one of them or know. she's just like maybe she's a slower version of them and they're just like oh we got it they have some great conversation right in the car like because uh, she doesn't say anything yeah she's all <laughs> but he takes yeah. the cop's uniform he like does that whole like bonk Hey, come over here and hits him yeah. on the head. Yeah. Takes his uniform. It's it's at some point in this movie, and I did like the way they established this. Is you know when you have these movies where you have inhuman creatures, they're always aliens. They're always aliens. They're always aliens. But they establish that they're not aliens. They've been there all along. Yeah, among them. Yeah, and the mom and dad. So Bill goes upstairs. <laughs> yeah, finds mom and dad. Finds mom and dad and sister. Yeah. And they're all melting. They're all deformed. Or- orgy together. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and dad's head's in his ass. Yeah. And he's like, look, Bill, I, I am a butthead. I guess you're right. I am a butthead. <laughs> and it's like, it turns into a, almost like a comedy. And he farts. Like, yeah. It's all <laughs> fart noise. <laughs> <laughs> but it turns into like a comedy at this point. Yeah. And I was like. It's very bizarre very bizarre yeah like the first 45 minutes to an hour of this movie was kind of like a mystery like what's going on is he insane is he not insane is this stuff happening and then the last 20 25 minutes they cut it all open they cut it all open it's bizarre yeah yeah and so everybody's like deformed the mom is like yeah i don't know doesn't like the girlfriend come out of like the mom's vagina or something yeah they're all like something weird in each other and so then bill's like Okay, I'm gonna challenge one on one against the fucking high school Bill guy. and Ted. Yeah, yeah. It's like you and me. We're gonna have a bogus journey. And then everybody's like, "Oh, sweet." Oh shit. And then the judge goes around. He's like, "Come on, take your bets. There's gonna be a fight." And he calls the mom and dad, and they're like, "We're we're uh, just changing." And he's like, "Into what?" <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, it's and like, Ted's like know. rocking the Winnie the Pooh, Donald the uh, Donald Duck look. Like he's just a shirt on, no pants. <laughs> <laughs> he's walking around. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then uh, and every time he punches, Billy declares victory. Like with each blow, he's like, "Yeah!" But he does. He starts. Yeah. He starts kicking Bill's ass. Yeah, he really does. And also something to note, Clarissa. Clarissa's helping. She yeah she she falls for Bill. She's one of them, but she sympathizes with him. Yeah, she doesn't think they should be feeding on. Yeah. And it makes me wonder if she's part human. Like maybe her or that she was know. still she was still in there like the real something. her. Something, I don't know. Uh Yeah, I guess I just it don't even know. It had something to do with happened. the mom. 
Yeah. Yeah, and and you don't know who her, who the father is. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. But, but there's something to her right. character. Clarissa, but they don't is they don't expand on it though. No. Yeah. So Bill's fighting Ted, and then he's getting his ass kicked, and it's coming down to the last like fucking punch where Ted's gonna like just totally demolish Bill, and then Bill just takes. And at first I thought he grabbed his nuts. Yeah. But really, what he did was he jammed his punched <laughs> right up his butthole, fist up his butthole, and he reached in through the inside of his mouth yeah. to the outside, and then pulled him inside, pulled him inside out. out. And said I'm Cornholio. <laughs> <laughs> and he needed teepee for his fucking bunghole. And he just lays that him down. That was pretty cool, there. though, how he, like, yeah, completely turned him inside out. And then, like, him and Milo, and then he's like, him and Milo and Clarissa, I think, they're all like, all right, we're out of here. Yeah. And yeah, not before Billy sh- calls his dad a butthead one more time. He's like, you are a butthead. <laughs> and, then, and then they leave, and then the judge says to another guy, he's like, well, I guess that internship is still open. <laughs> Because he had offered it to Ted. <laughs> yeah. And like you see Ted's corpse and that's the end of the movie. Yep. That's the end of the movie. Like I said, it turns into a comedy at the end and I don't know what is it labeled as. Uh, comedy horror. So it is a comedy horror, but it's really not comedic until the end. Yeah. Um, this movie was fucking weird. Super weird. <laughs> and I don't even know if I still understand it. Like, I know they're not aliens, but are they like body replicants? Like, is that what they do? Like... Was the one nerdy guy, was he a human and then they transformed him and so who we saw or was he just fucking with Bill the entire time? Yeah, I would have liked to Yeah, I don't know. I almost feel like there's like more expansion on it for sure. Yeah, is there a metaphor for like wealth corrupting people? Well, there is that. I think that's There is that. Yeah, so I think it turns you into a monster. Or yeah, is it the wealth corrupting them and they're like, oh, wealth and power. The wealth, the, the wealthy are feeding off the poor. Yeah, there's a line in the movie. Okay, so here's my other problem with but it. Bill's yeah, not yeah. poor. Go ahead, go ahead. Well, there's a line in the movie: the rich is the rich have always sucked off low class shit like you. Yeah, and that that pretty much says it all. So here's my thing: why do they even have Bill in their lives? They've raised him for 17 fucking years. I know he's not yeah, their kid. So Bill's not poor. Like Bill's rich, but I guess so, it's more of a class thing. Like, but like, yeah, why? Why did they even bring him around? Yeah. Like, why did the family even adopt him? Or did the family change and Bill just never changed because they yeah, never got around to, to changing? him? I would have liked to have known. Yeah. yeah. It's like, what was the reason of keeping him around if you just didn't like him? Yeah. And if you were just gonna sacrifice him, well, then bring it up saying like, oh, then we're waiting it. for this moment. And it's like, yeah. Everybody hates this guy, but they don't kill him. Actually, I don't right. think they hated him. I don't think they hated him earlier. They all enough. fucked with him, though. They all fucked with him, but I don't think that meant that they hated him. Okay. Well, I, I then think, either either confront him and say, hey, look, this is what we do. You can well, be one of us think, and you can fuck all the well, time. Well, here's the thing. I think I think it's... <laughs> climb up my butthole. I think uh-huh. what it is, is it's reflective on how the rich and the wealthy like to fuck oh, with yeah. the lower classes. You know, they don't necessarily hate the lower classes, but they're just showboating. But there's still stuff that doesn't make sense because Bill's of the same cloth, like, technically. No, he's adopted. He's not Uh, understandable. But why did they adopt him? That's that's my whole point is because because they can. I think I think because they can fuck with people, they can do whatever they want. And I think they wanted to take advantage of him sooner or later. I guess so. And And ultimately, that was the plan. I think it just happened maybe sooner than later because he found out about all the stuff. I guess. And I think maybe. I think they were using him also to coincide with the sisters coming out quote home. unquote. Yeah, coming out, coming of age. And, you know, maybe they thought it was kinky that her adoptive brother <laughs> yeah. was gonna be involved with yeah. that. Yeah, Bill, you like your mom so, and sister? Well, you can have him so every night. I think I think what it is is 
you know, the movie's called Society, and you have yeah. this society, this this secret society of the rich and the wealthy that feel like they can do whatever they want at any time. And they were taking advantage of Bill. They toyed with him. They messed with him throughout the movie. Yeah, they just fucked with him. They just fucked with him. So I, I think maybe that will answer a few questions. But at the same time, there are some confusing things in the movie. A lot. For mm-hmm. example, uh, the hospital, when Bill came out of the hospital, he's acting really weird and something. Yeah, why? You know, it makes it, you know, made it made me wonder, like, what happened at the hospital? Why was he acting weird? And it kind of just went nowhere. Yeah, is he a pod people at this point? Is that him? Is it not? And then, yeah. like I said, the very next scene, that same version of Bill. Another thing. Confronting him. Yeah. Another and then another thing, pro- problem with yeah. that is, like, do you even care? <laughs> Absolutely I, not. I didn't. No. Another thing that I didn't happened, care about any of the characters. <laughs> another thing that happened was, like, he... Towards the end, when he confronted them, I think it was one of the final times, and she, something the mom does something, and he and he says, "Mom, like, I, like idiot, that's not your mom. Like, yeah. why are you still calling her mom?" Yeah, <laughs> like all these aliens were just Mama. sucking off this guy, feeding off of him, shoving yeah. their hands up his butt, and you're gonna go up there and be yeah. like, "Mom, yeah, <laughs> yeah." Is it you? Uh, my my problem is not the acting, although that is a problem. <laughs> my problem is not the story, although that is a problem. Yeah. My problem is just there. It was just why, yeah. like why, like I get like there's a metaphor there, but the metaphor is confusing. And when a metaphor is confusing, and you have to like dig too deep to discover what it is, then it ceases to lose its meaning. No, I don't think the metaphor was confusing. I think it got it, well. I, I think it was right to the point. Well, it does get to the point where it's the like rich, society sucks off all those, those poor people. That was the point. But I think the execution could yes. have been a little better yeah, for sure okay so yeah. that's yeah. that's what i meant yeah the execution was piss poor i'm gonna give it probably a too high of a grade in a two a two i'm giving it a two i also gave it a two um yeah i just you, you hit the nail on the head like i didn't care about any of the characters i thought the first like 45 minutes or so were pretty dull um and then once it got going the the last like 20 minutes or so were, were entertaining, but it, even then it was still weird. Yeah. Like, yeah, I have, I'm in no hurry to see this movie again. So, mm-hmm. but, uh, but I could admire like some of the effects and oh, stuff. Uh, I will say cool. that. Yeah. Like the effects were pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Like I really like the practical effects that they used and, and the execution of that. And, and I thought some of the comedic parts were funny. Yeah, there were a couple parts, but the whole chuckle. movie wasn't funny. So but, it's there's like, no likable characters, even like the female hero, like the Clarissa character, like she's not likable. Like she's kind of weird. She and, wants to pee in my tea. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, it was just <laughs> not called tea anymore. Just it's odd. called pee. She, yeah. She could pee in my tea. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, everything that you guys said, um, and this was, this is my first time seeing this too. Oh yeah. really? Yeah. Okay. Mine, mine too. Yep. Yeah, we are all popped our society virgins. Mm. So, cherries. but I didn't think it was as bad as you guys said it was. Um, you know, I like I said, I thought it could have been better executed. Most um, definitely. I, you know, I didn't think Bill. I, I, he needs to stick with Baywatch. Well, I, I thought Bill. <laughs> Some people stand in the darkness. He just wasn't a smart character at all. Like, you know, I was just like, man, like I wasn't even, you know, you watch these movies and, you, you know, some of the best movies you're rooting for the character or yeah. you're and even if you may not be rooting for the character you're still intrigued by them and i wasn't really intrigued by he had him. no redeeming yeah. quality. He had no redeeming yep. quality he was kind of a moron and he's short <laughs> <laughs> hell of a basketball player though <laughs> but you know and a master debater yeah i 
but yeah, you know, he just came across as a moron, and I don't know if that was intentional or not. I don't know, but mm. um, you know, he was just so oblivious to what was going on around him, and it, it was it was a constant cycle. It's like okay, the tape wasn't enough, the friend wasn't enough, like. You know, you keep going back to the family and it's like, come on, like you already know these things. These things have already been established to us, the audience. And yet the character is such a moron that it's kind of just dragging. It's kind of just like you're waiting for something to happen where he finally gets it. Yeah. But it doesn't happen until late. And, you know, the friend made more sense than than the main character. The friend was probably the most likable character in the, the movie. The friend was the and more... And we didn't even see him that yep. often. And, he and disappeared he, for half the movie. Yep. Yeah, and, and he was the most logical uh, as far as, you know, there weren't a lot of heroes in this movie, but he was the most logical character, um, you know, in a, in a film full of villains. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, we only saw so much of him where it just, it didn't help the story. We needed more of him. We needed more logic we need more characters or something um but the effects were great and the underlying message i got it i just wish it had been better executed yeah um i'll give it a two and a half you know based on the things that i liked uh but yeah it just wasn't enough for me yeah so 2.167 yeah that's probably being generous i i really do think you know alan as you're talking i'm thinking like could they remake this movie? Yeah, they could, and they you know they could they could do it better. But but a funny thing is there's things that there's there's things though like like having him be the brother. I think wasn't necessary. You could have him be like the boyfriend, the boyfriend or something, yeah. or the yeah, friend or something, right. and have it be that, and have it be more of a serious take on it, and and have make it seem yeah. like he well, is going insane rather than everything being right and then that's the twist at the end well, it's like, I think oh he was right you have a recent movie that's done something similar but executed a lot better and that was us yeah true enough yeah 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 you're right it's already been remade good job jordan <laughs> Peele. yeah it, it, it should have been so much better based on that message that they had of the rich feeding on the yeah. poor and i mean that's a powerful message and that's you know something that we don't always think about as how us in some of the lower classes middle class lower class are constantly being taken advantage of, whether it's at a doctor's office or whether it's a politician, uh, you know, or someone, an authoritative figure who is telling us how it is and we know that's not the way it is. And they have control over yeah. us. And they have control over yeah. us. Because and, if you fuck some, with them, yeah, exactly. if you question their authority, you in, get shunned. In some form or another. And, and I think uh, a movie... Like they live does so much yes. better. Yeah, agreed. In and it in, came out right around the right, same time, maybe yeah. a couple years earlier. But but this could have been so much better. It's just lacking. And unfortunately, you know, some of the critics of this film, when it came out at the time, all they could gravitate to was the sexualized stuff. Yeah, I didn't and, even really care about this. Yeah, the, I didn't think there was that much sex. No, yeah, no, yeah, there really wasn't. But but a lot of it was implied, and a lot of it is you know th- that that ending of the film a lot of people focus on that and how fucked up it is and that sort of thing you know but they miss the point yeah yeah it was the only good part of the and movie the reason though. and the reason they missed the the reason they missed the point was because of the poor execution yeah yeah it reminded me of uh slither remember in slither yeah. when all those bodies are like oh yeah joined to one big giant fucking yeah michael rooker yeah that's right that yeah, was this because right. they were all like melting into each mm-hmm. other yeah exactly uh, I did like it when he r- ripped him 
a new asshole. <laughs> that was nice. <laughs> Turned him inside out. That uh-huh. was a cool scene. And then it just ended. That was that was a cool scene. Exactly. That, that was everybody's my, gonna uh, go on with their life. No, it should have ended with "Turn You Inside Out" by yeah. REM, like at the end credits. That would have been cool. No, it was because of those scenes why I gave it half of a PV head. So <laughs> that's true. Um, all right. Well, if you have any opinions on From Beyond or Society, you think you we got our reviews wrong. You want to tell us? No, Society should be up there with fucking Citizen Kane and. Uh, the Godfather Part Two is the greatest films of all time. <laughs> then you can contact us. How can they contact us, David? So many ways. Uh, we're on Twitter, where we are the Swearwolves. We're also the Swearwolves on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram, where we are the Swearwolves Podcast. You can go to theswearwolves.com, drop us a comment there. You can email us at swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com, or you can find us on YouTube under the Swearwolves. So for the Swearwolves this week, I'm Brett. I'm David. I'm Alan. Don't let society rip you a new one. A new asshole. Asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Turn you inside out, bitch. Turn you inside out. Call flip flops thongs? Uh, I did not. But no, I but, but my, they're I called think, that. I think my mom did. They're called that. I know, apparently. but if I say, "Oh, I wore a thong," I wore thongs. Mm. <laughs> uh, no, now, now nobody says that. Let me see that thong. Oh, I got. I need to get a pair of thongs. <laughs> I mean, advertisers thong, thong, thong. and you know, clothing stores that? advertise it as that, but I've never that? heard anybody say uh, that. Cisco. 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 Yeah. The dragon. With his like silver hair. Yeah. He's working at Burger King now. I was thinking of. Baby, make that booty go.